0: Train podcast every Monday, Thursday, we take your email, your story, your question. That's right. And we answer your emails. You guys send them in and listen. I got to say, ooh, this beat is hitting me. It is jock jams in the house. J J A Train J A A train podcast, J-Train podcast, J-Train podcast, send in your emails, we'll answer them really well, go, 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 Shelby here on the ones and twos, Shelby how you doing, we're turning it up today, this is great, classic song, what a way to start the week, if you were feeling down it's time to bring it up. It's time to have the adrenaline go through your veins. And keep sending those emails. at jtrainpodcasts.gmail.com, jtrainpodcasts.gmail.com. We're, 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 We did some changes. The Luxury Lounge, it feels like a hit. And I want you guys to check it out. You can send in your Luxury Lounge complaints to gmail.com or your dating questions, lifestyle questions, anything you're wondering, send it in. This is, you know, we're always writing to edit. We want to write something down, to edit it, to make it better. That's our whole thing here. And if you want, for $5 a month, you can join Patreon get three extra podcasts a week for $5 a month. So patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Um, I got some live shows coming up, but I've been really kind of New York-centric lately. I lately. I, I, I don't want to waste our any time, Shelby, because we have a very special guest today. How new exciting. It, new. New to the podcast. Hit that button. It's the moment you've all been waiting for—a new guest. Today's guest, a friend, a former contestant on The Bachelorette, Bennett Jordan. Thank you for coming on, buddy.
1: Thanks for having me, man. Psyched to be here. How are you guys?
0: We're all well. This has been a long time in the making. You—you were a fan favorite, but most importantly my favorite on your season of the bachelorette um how are you where are you coming from tell Do, us doing, about yourself
1: doing well i'm in new york um you know just working and grinding hopped off of work zoom and you know happy to mix it up with you here in the middle of the day hopefully get out some good dating advice
0: we're gonna give some advice at gmail.com but i i really before we get into it i gotta talk to you like i i mean you came on um, one of my virtual shows, my Valentine's Day virtual show, but we didn't get to, like, chit-chat. And this is kind of where we do that. How? And what I loved about you on The Bachelorette, as as, as a bachelorette screamer myself, I, I sit there and I josh with the show. Joking around, busting chops, making fun of it, but also, like, breaking it down. What I loved about you is that you were authentically you throughout the show in in a way that could have become a caricature of itself, but it never was because it felt like it was you.
1: Sure, sure, yeah. No, I mean, I think, you know, it's a uh, very interesting situation you're thrown into. There's all sorts of variables going on, right? But you gotta be yourself, you know, at the end of the day. you know, I, I unfortunately never got a one-on-one date, so you never really yeah. got to see a lot of the, you know, heartfelt side come out. So it was a bit more humor, a bit more comedy, having fun with the guys, doing what I could on group dates, but it was, you know, kind of limiting. So that was the only thing that I really didn't get to, you know, put out there for America to really see.
0: Well, that's the thing because you see you, and you're a Harvard guy. You're older than the rest of the. You're my age. where I'm right. thirty six, so we're around the same age. So. I always say being of a certain age in that house has to be difficult. Like, you know, you're kind of going a little bit backwards in life. Yeah. You're dealing with things that you never thought you'd be dealing with and talking about subjects that you're kind of beyond. You have a strong chin, good head of hair, good looking guy, finance background. You're a, I mean, and not, you know, you know, this, I know this. That's, that's a hateable, that's an easy person to kind of hate. And you pulled it off in such a lovable way because it was, you know, I just, I I was really, I love watching someone just own it. And you, and you did, and you were the elder statesman of the house. What is it like to be older in that house with all the young guys?
1: Yeah, you know. It's it's a lot. Um, I think uh, you know some of the conversations and, and things you're having are are new. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it's not the typical conversations I've been having at, at work or you know with friends. All my friends, as as are yours, I'm sure, are largely you know married, married with kids, or sure. I'm their second or third. Um, and, you know, you're competing with, you know, 30, 35 guys over a girl's, you know, heart and just trying to get a little moment with her. Right. So, yeah, it's 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 an interesting dynamic. Um, I had a great time doing it. Uh, really, really value the experience. Loved it. And, you know, would do it again uh, tomorrow if it, if it made sense for me. I think, um, you know, I've, I've came away and didn't expect during a pandemic to make a handful of genuine, you know, good friends. I think
0: you guys seem to be buddies. Like it seems to be like, I mean, to let people know you came to my Tampa show, you Dale and Ed, and it was like great to have you guys, but it seemed like a genuine friend. Like I, it, it, something that happens after the bachelor ends or bachelorette is like, nobody comes a faster, best friend than a former bachelor, bachelorette contestant. And a little bit of it seems like you guys are trying to trade off, you know, Instagram followers a little bit. But it does seem like you guys are actual buds.
1: Yeah, I, and I think you gravitate towards certain people. You know, as you kind of get off and you get to know uh, people for you know who they who they really are beyond just uh, what you got to see on TV, right? Yeah. Um, but you did share this really really unique experience. Um, that, That's the biggest know, part. Yeah, exactly. You know, and and no one can really understand that unless you're kind of uh, you know sharing that there with them, right? Well, it's
0: it's like, it's like when Ariana Grande gets married at a secret wedding. After two months of knowing someone, everyone's like, how could she do that? It's like, yeah, she lives on a different planet than you. And not to say you're Ariana Grande, but you had an Ariana Grande experience. You had an experience (laughs) that legitimately nobody could connect with except someone who has done it before.
1: Agreed. You know, sharing anything with Ariana is is a a win for me.
0: (laughs) Well, Bennett, so what got I mean, like you're 36, right? You're the same. We're the same age. Yep. What gets you to sign up for the show? Like what happened? Like how do you get off of work, first of all? Because a lot of these people that do it, they're 22, and they're like, yeah, I'm a social media person, which means they have no job. So, you yep. know, you you have an established career. What At that age, how do you sure. come around to go on The Bachelorette?
1: Yeah, you know, obviously it was a really, really uh, unique 2020 for all of us. And yeah. I'd had a, a really good, you know – Uh, first half of the year and was at this point where I had positioned a lot of clients or had been very successful for them. And, you know, basically was at the point where I realized, you know, without the ability to get in front of clients in person and develop, you know, new prospects, I probably wasn't going to be bringing in new business throughout, you know, the rest Mm. of the summer. Um, and was, you know, very, have a very great relationship with, uh, you know, my boss and my company, it's a boutique firm. And uh, basically went and sat down with uh, my CEO out in Bedford and had a heart to heart with them and talked to him about what I was thinking about and said, you know, I think it's gonna be opportunity to open up, you know, a dating prospect, give it a shot. Uh, do something different, you know, that I would never do at any other time in my career or in my life. Um, And hopefully it'll open up, you know, some side gigs and maybe uh, some dating prospects if it doesn't work out with the one and only, you know, bachelorette. So I think it's been a lot of checks, you know, in in that regard.
0: What was your relationship status before the show? Like, like I, I had you been single for a while when when did the
1: yeah, I've been single for for quite some time, um, but uh, the prior year I was actually engaged and teeing up for a marriage. So um, you're
0: engaged. At what point in that engage? You know, listen. I um, as many of the listeners and viewers on YouTube know, I'm recently out of a relationship that was long-term and very serious and someone I care about very deeply. Yeah. But it's like, you know and it's it was one of those situations where it was like the there's nothing wrong here but I'm just not where I want to be mentally and that's like the hardest thing and it's so it hard. it's hard because and you know a lot of people like in that situation they go. I, I wish something would happen so that I could have right. the reason. But there's no good reason. It's just that I'm. I I don't know what that magical stew of feelings should be. But I don't know if I have it right now. It was, what was this? But I wasn't engaged. Yeah. Like I I was. You know that was incredibly difficult for me. How hard is it? You're engaged. What is the thing that you say? Yeah. Like how do you do that? I
1: mean, you know. And what I, didn't you see? Together. Is there
0: something that happened or?
1: no it wasn't one you know event or anything like that we've been together for five years and Mm -hmm. had been living together for four um Mm -hmm. you know and so it was really you know time we both you know felt and we were excited about taking the next step in our relationship but i think over the course of that engagement as you were you know planning everything um you know we just continued to have these you know problems and fought over petty things and, you know, just realized that we'd be getting into an, a nightmare uh, that would probably end in a disaster. So we decided, you know, to pull the plug before the wedding and, you know, not go through everything. And I think when you're planning a big, you know, wedding, um, you get so focused on, you know, getting that finish line, right? But it was, it was, you know, very, very thankful that we took the time to step back and evaluate.
0: Well there's also the the thought of like okay once the wedding's over we won't be arguing like this like right. once the you know like the the wedding will fix it well let's just have a kid and things will get fixed by that and it's like that's usually that's that's like the most uh easy way to kind of like patch. think you know patch yeah. it out but then it's yep. like oh you're you're taking you know um like you know, duct tape and putting it on the hole of the Titanic. Like there's no, exactly. it, it doesn't really. And listen, there's people out there. There's people listening right now that are probably like, that's what I did, you know, yeah, they're sure. in that relationship. And maybe it's going well and it worked out, but you know, to count on that in 2021 when you don't really have to, like, it's kind of, you know, you probably feel yeah. very happy with that decision.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. And so many people reached out, you know, just, you know, praising and saying it's so good at, you know, for that exact reason, because so many people do once you're already it's go time, you know, you just go through with it and hope for the best. Um, but, you know, both of us had enough foresight and, um, you know, strength to, to, to pull the plug. And it wasn't easy, um, you know, went, went through, sure. uh, you know, so, some downtime there, but, you know, moved and, uh, you know, started new, got, got some new, new, new space, new uh, real estate and, uh, you know, started on a new path.
0: Is there a thought in your head when you apply to The Bachelor that your former fiance is sitting there going, what the fuck?
1: Oh, I'm sure it was a, you know, huge surprise. Um, yeah. You know, I uh, did give her a buzz and, and, and let her know, um, you know, and uh, <sighs> I think it was How one did of those that things.
0: conversation go.
1: I mean, I think it was like, what the hell are you thinking? You know, like what? It was just shock. It was it was total shock. And because I think yeah. it was really, really, you know, for all the reasons that you said, you know, earlier, um, just the last thing that anyone would ever expected. You know, I mean, and I think it was a combination of, quite, you know, both uh, kind of coming off and getting into that point of, you know, I am totally single and this is a restart, um, you know, and a reboot, um, and then having wins professionally and and just sort of thinking like, I'm gonna be stuck, you know. Kind of in my apartment is the single guy, no one wants to bring the single guy from Manhattan out to their, you know, parents' place in the Hamptons or Nantucket or whatever, and risk getting the family infected, you know, from from him and that knucklehead. So, you know, why not go, you know, live in a bubble for a little bit sure. and uh, give it a shot.
0: I love how your mind, you you're like, listen, how will I date? How will I go to the Hamptons? How will I go to Nantucket? <laughs> How will I go to West Palm? Well, listen, I'm pumped that you're here. I want everyone. If you don't follow Bennett, Bennett's the best at Bennett uh, Bennett Andrew Jordan on Instagram. It's going to be all over my social media. But you, um, you're doing something that can only be done by you. I I think like you're the you have some opportunities out coming out of the Bachelor that not a lot of people would have just because you. It's your background, your look. you you're in. You are s- teaming up. With a loafer company, can you yeah explain yeah thank this? you so
1: much uh, appreciate it yeah so um, I've partnered uh, with uh, Del Toro Italian loafers it's a you know hand custom handmade loafer company that's been around for a long time um, they've kind of streamlined their selection to pretty much the classics and wanted to do something that is you know a bit more colorful and a bit more vibrant for you know the season and sure. so we. Designed a loafer together and, you know, basically it'll be launching in the next month. Um, I'll be broadening on an Instagram and I, I'm pretty psyched about it. It's really, really cool. I never thought I'd, you know, have a shoe or anything like that in my life. That's that's wild and crazy, but I'm pumped about it. It's gonna be awesome.
0: The new Air Jordan. There you I go. I love it. <laughs> I love it so there much. You go. So listen, everyone's got to. I want these shoes. I need these loafers. The um, <laughs> yeah. at Bennett Andrew Jordan on Instagram. The loafers are coming out. I, I think that is when you told me before, I was like, do you have anything to promote? And you were like, I got some loafers. And I'm like, perfect. I, <laughs> I'm so happy. Of course you do. This is perfection. <laughs> um, let's do some emails. You ready to give some advice? Yeah, let's do it. at at gmail.com. This is an interesting one, okay? And it kind of lands in the territory of, like, hearing about an ex. Because I, I think it's so interesting, your former fiance's perspective, because – And I know you don't want to bring this up. You don't want to talk. Like, I wouldn't want to talk about it either. But I'm saying people, it does hang in your head. Did you hear he's on the bat. Like, that is almost like, like to hear that, she probably goes, what the fuck? And then it becomes like a narrative that like, you know, because we are all. Famous in our own ways we all have social media presences we all have an Instagram account with 200 followers we all have a little platform where you kind of feel the eyes on you so this is an interesting one can you decode the phrase challenges him. Dear J-Train, greetings from Sydney where I've been spreading the word of J-Train. Love hearing your insight and advice. Going to give you the short version here. Me and my ex-boyfriend broke up over a year ago. We were together for two and a half years and accumulated a big group of mutual friends, many that I still see. One particular mutual friend always makes a point of telling me what is going on in my ex's love life. When I see her, although I do not ask him or ask after him or have any interest in hearing who he's currently seeing. In the most recent update, she noted this latest girl is quote-unquote really good for him and challenges him in a way she felt he was, wasn't was challenged before. My question is, what does challenges, challenges him mean, re, uh, really mean? And what is the point of t- telling me? I didn't really react or try to compete at the time, uh, when she told me, but it's been playing on my mind ever since. Thank you, Jerry, Keep up the great work on J-Train. So what do you think of this situation? It's very specific.
1: Uh, you know, I, I, I feel badly for my response almost before I even say it. Um, okay. But I think, you know, when, when she says that, you know, this person challenges me in a way that, you know, I wasn't challenged before, I have to think it's, you know, Intellectually. And you know, it, it could be in in any other way. I obviously, don't have the intimate details of this relationship or anything you know of of, of that nature. But um, I feel like it's not a, a huge slap in the face. Take it for what it is. Um, it could be, it could be sexually. I mean, you know. But I think it's it's probably more of an intellectually, ch- you know, challenging, and um, maybe they share some common interests. That that would be my first, you know, takeaway.
0: See, I don't. See, I hear what you're saying. I, I don't know if I agree 100%. I, I think the the her first, this person's first problem is with this friend. You need to For talk sure. to this friend. You need to say to this friend, I don't need the updates. I don't know why you keep updating me. I don't know why. It, and to me, you and this friend have nothing to talk about. Your only thing to talk about is your ex. And maybe you should reevaluate If this person is even a friend or not, because I wouldn't consider anyone who comes to me with stories about my ex with updates as if they're the, you know, the, the, you know, the the New York Times, like, you know, extra, extra. He's fucking someone else. Like, what do you have to do this for?
1: Yeah, I I agree with you 100 percent on that. And that probably should have been my initial thinking. It's like the friend isn't really serving you. Right. No. Um, Unless you're asking what's going on with my ex, no friend of yours should be going out of their way to be, you know, spreading news or gossip or anything like that.
0: What kind of an asshole is like, so I've been seeing Jason a lot and he has a new beau. Like, what are you? What's wrong with you? It's only due to lack of anything else to talk about it. That's the only reason I can see someone doing that. What I would also say is when you have these people in your life that you know kind of like – zets you and that's uh I'm, I'm using i think it's a yiddish phrase to, you know there's this thing of like i you you have these people in your life that are like always continuing you know they're gonna ping you in a little way they're gonna give you a little you know the conversation ain't gonna be easy it's gonna be a little bit you know uh fists up a little bit and it seems like this is one of those relationships where you know it's coming you start to look deeper into everything they fucking say and so a piece of this is your issue with this person. Now, every you know, when she says challenges him, she might not be thinking as deeply as, as maybe we're thinking into it. Like I, I would say that yeah. that's part of this as well. This is a bad that's cocktail. A good point. That's a good what, point. what I would also say is, your ex boyfriend didn't want to date you, and you didn't want to date him. As as horrible as that is to hear, so. Yeah. This situation, when someone is out of a relationship, the other person kind of chases for that relationship. The other person kind of like makes, you know, kind of goes along with things that he wants, even though he's not really trying for this relationship. So when someone says that they're challenges him in a way, he does, that means this guy wants to be with this woman who he's now with. And that person isn't really doing everything he wants to do. I think it's more that where it's like. Right? Like,
1: yeah, period. End of story. It's not even worth your time analyzing. Um, You know, challenges could mean a whole host of things, right? And it's like, no reason to break it down. Just you guys aren't together. So who cares? Move forward.
0: Yeah. It's more you have a douchey friend than this guy because the, the way, because, and listen, that's them reporting. It's not like he, she says really good for him and challenges him in a way she felt he wasn't challenged before. That's not him saying that. Like, you, it's yes. this person. This is his the friend. Third and third party's man, judgment, yeah. Yeah, and that judgment can only come from there going, yeah, they, they work together because she doesn't do everything he wants. And it's like, yeah, because he's actually there for that relationship and he might not have been there for your relationship, which means that you might have made, you know, like changes in your life that you wouldn't have made. And so this all relates to two people that are trying to be in a relationship, one person that's reporting on it as if there's something to compare, but there isn't. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Ritual. We deserve to know what we're putting in our bodies and why, especially when it comes to something we take every day. Ritual is a clean, vegan-friendly multivitamin with high-quality nutrients and bioavailable forms that your body can actually actually use. Do you really know what's in your multivitamin? Sugars, GMOs, synthetic fillers, artificial colorants, not to mention animal byproducts like sheep's wool and gelatin from hooves and hides. Are all ingredients you might find in a multivitamin. I got to tell you, I love Ritual because of the name. Taking a multivitamin every day and especially one like Ritual with clean, vegan-friendly, multi- uh, you know, high-quality nutrients and bioavailable forms like you're taking a good multivitamin, but also it gets you on track. Hey, the day has started. Let's take, let's get it in us because sometimes you're going to need some, you know, to, to fill the gaps in your day. You know, maybe you're going to be, today's a pizza day and now you got ritual to back you up, you know, so it's great. Makes taking vitamins easy, I love it. Ritual is made traceable. You'll always know what you're taking and where the nutrients came from, thanks to Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain. Ritual makes healthy habits easy. Your multivitamins are delivered to your door every month with free shipping, always. You can start snooze or cancel your subscription anytime, and if you don't love Ritual within your first month, they'll refund your first order, look at that. Get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering my listeners 10, 10, 10, 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash J-Train to start your ritual today. The J-Train Podcast is brought to you by Solo Stove. Oh, people. There's nothing like a great moment by the fire with your best gal or your best guy or with the kiddos or with your doggo. I don't know why we put an O on the end of everything, but I'm just telling you right now. Uh, 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 The fire kind of brings out the best in every hang it's it's a the the cold beer tastes better the hot cider tastes even cidery life's best moment have moments happen around a roaring fire and a smokeless fire pit from solo stove makes your fireside moments even more memorable solo stoves ingenious smokeless design makes it so that you can sit back relax and actually enjoy the warmth of the fire instead of dodging fumes here's the thing about solo stove i just talked about how great it is to sit around a fire but Sitting around a fire isn't just, hey, let's waltz out to the fire usually. It's usually like let's get the, you know, the camping gear and drive out to a mountain. No, no, no. The solo stove can take any home and extend your living space. You put it in the yard, you got a whole new area you weren't really using before, and now it's your memories are a few steps away. Solo stove creates story-worthy moments, fireside fumes not included. The stainless steel construction is designed to regulate airflow and burn more efficiently. There's so little smoke, you'll wonder how there's so much fire. That's a big deal, too, because if you're going to put this in your yard and you want to use it a lot, you want less barriers to entry. And one barrier to entry with, you know, let's sit around the fire is, uh, you know our clothes are going to smell like smoke no 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 not with solo stove there's no smoke because they've built a airflow system that burns more efficiently as I just said. No campfire smell on your clothes and hair. Nothing left but ultra-fine ash for easy cleanup. From camp stoves to backyard bonfires, Solo Stove products are portable and built to last. Easy to light with a few bits of starter. Your fire's blazing in minutes and Solo Stove is so confident in their product they give you a lifetime warranty for every purchase. Check out the deep discounts available during their Memorial Day sale and get a free stand with any fire pit so you can use your Solo Stove on any surface, including decks or outdoor rugs. Wow, that's huge. Plus, use promo code JTRAIN. That, that's JTRAIN, 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 at solostove.com for an extra $10 off. That's solostove.com, promo code JTRAIN for $10 off on top of their Memorial Day discounts. But hurry, the Memorial Day sale ends May 31st. J-train podcast at gmail.com, J-train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Bennett, Jordan at Bennett Andrew Jordan the loafers they're coming lifestyle question we have a local lifestyle drama developing and I thought you may be able to offer some insights I'm engaged to a terrific girl and my family owns a fairly high-profile wedding venue in the south predictably it has been our plan to get married there and we have a date set for late October my fiance is quote-unquote best friend got engaged last week and has already booked my family's wedding venue for early October, notably before ours. This was never discussed or mentioned prior to the announcement of their wedding. My fiance is very upset with her friend. What is the ruling on this? Reasonable or a bad look in your sage opinion? Uh, What do we think? I mean,
1: I think the family business owner can make a call on behalf of the family business if they really want to. You know, it's, it's their prerogative. Um, you know, I'm not sure to the extent that this has been discussed. And if it's totally out of the blue and, you know, uh, a woman's dreams for her wedding is it's, it's her own right. You know, you never you never mm. know. But it seems like a bit, uh, you know, stepping on the other friend's toes who you think so. You know, I think if if the it's pretty much a given
0: that his not, would be at the venue, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. they feel like they got upstreamed by this other couple.
1: Yeah, the other person. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and then you don't want to be coming in some sort of a situation where you're trying to outstage each other, but having sort of back to back weddings in the same venue, and then you know, consecutive weekends or you know, two weekends apart or whatever. That's a yeah. little bit much for mutual friends in the overlap, you know.
0: Yeah, I I think it is it I guess it is um interesting. Like if the, I'm trying to th- put myself in the position of the bride where you you get engaged and you're like we're having it at so and so's family venue and you know that they're engaged, wouldn't I would go, "Hey, I just want to make sure that yeah, I'm not duck. stepping on any toes. I don't want to like get in the way, but it is a venue. It is a business. So like they have the right. But it's a friend. I, I, It's your fiance's best friend. So it's like, how is that not even like thought? Like, wouldn't you consider your best friend?
1: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a great, you know, sitcom or mini, mini movie, right? It's like, the, <laughs> it
0: <laughs> I
1: mean, yeah, absolutely. Um, you, you would absolutely think that the friend, the best friend would reach out. To both parties knowing that they're our best well, friend and you know ask permission
0: I would also think in any best friend situation where both of the people are getting engaged like like if if, if my best friend and I were being were engaged around the same time you kind of have to have that especially as women where it's like this is your big day this is like I don't know about men but if you're in the planning mode like you've been through this Bennett so yep. you would say to someone hey what do you uh let's 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 share share notes here Like, wouldn't there be an element of that stuff?
1: Of course, of course. You would know, you know, probably what dates you would even, if you're best friends, you're probably playing an active role in their wedding. So you would coordinate dates with them to begin with. And then, you know, slowly but surely peel those layers and you would figure that out, you know, in the venue as well.
0: Uh, Yeah. Hey, uh, just want to let you know, like, we're at, and the way you say it, you go, we're actually thinking of using, you know, your yeah. fiance's venue. I, I want to make sure that's cool. Or, or even just to like, lay, we're thinking of doing that before to lay the groundwork. Here's what they should do if I'm like in advice mode. And here's how I would play it you have to go on a double date. The couples get together for some sort of summit. On the date, you say to them, What's the plan for your wedding? We, obviously, we understand you're doing it at the venue. It's going to be right before ours. You know, we want to have a special day, too. We don't want to do, you know, your wedding part two. And yeah. they should understand that. And so let me get in on your plans so that I know how I can plan mine. Like, you kind of have to be reactive. And I, and I know no woman out there is like, like, they have their own idea of a special day. But, like, maybe just trade, like – I think like it's like it's like with the vaccine. Like, let's all share the ingredients. You know, like all the countries. Like, yeah. You know, I, like, I,
1: would, let's... I, would, I would think that the you know family that owns the venue, um, you know, if it is a prominent wedding venue in the South, they know who their competitors are and could mm. advise to, oh, perhaps you know you want to look into this venue in, in a way that's you know thoughtful, that's fair and helpful, too. right? Like you know, and not stepping on anyone's toes. I think the best friend has to kind of foul out in on this one you know it,
0: it, it, oh so you think they gotta, they gotta change the venue
1: I think it's the right thing to do especially if they're yeah. a couple weeks apart you know um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah otherwise you're just kind of you know doing 2.0 whoever is doing the second wedding is going to be trying to upstage the other one in the same venue and it's just kind of awkward
0: I think you know that's interesting because I think that's right I think it's a good, it would be the right like maybe a, maybe you go through the husband's because it's less emo- – <laughs> I would go. think it's a less emotional. 100%. Because, you know, I'm just – in general, and I don't mean to, like, you know, broad strokes here, but I'm saying I wasn't growing up dreaming of my wedding day. Like, I, I don't have, like, a thought. I don't. I, I wasn't doing, like, building a Lego set of, like, what the Hopa right. would look like. So, listen, and I'm not saying every woman does that, but I'm saying – in this situation, it sounds like that might be the case. You have someone <laughs> yeah. who owns a wedding venue, the you know the ex's best friend. They're, they're writing in about it, so I have to assume it matters to them. So maybe this guy, because it's the guy who wrote it in, goes to her husband and is like, hey, man, can we talk about the venue stuff? I know you guys have already planned to go to my family's venue, but it's like two weeks before ours. Um, my family, I don't want them to lose business, but I'm sure – You know, they would be happy to recommend some of our like, you know, competitors who they know, just like you're saying, Bennett, and then see, feel him out. And he might go, oh, dude, no, 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 no. Like he might give you the lay of the land. And then it comes down to now they got to talk and maybe share notes so that they can set up the room in different ways. But it has to be dealt with because these are best friends. Totally. J train, J train podcast at gmail.com, J train podcast at gmail.com here with Bennett at Bennett Andrew Jordan. Let's do this one. Okay. J Train, feather feather. I live for all your content. Can't wait to see you in NYC again ASAP. I'll get right to it. I'm a twenty-five-year-old woman with very minimal dating history. I had a few boyfriends in high school, but nothing close to a quote unquote relationship since then. I am attempting to date in NYC mostly through the apps, but an issue I'm running into more recently is that I am insecure about my lack of experience sexually. It's not that my I'm um, prude by any means. I slept with plenty of guys in college, but they were usually one night stands. Even when they were more consistent hookups, I always pretty much I was always pretty drunk and don't feel that I got the chance to learn from the experience or understand both mine and their preference as well. Uh, As a result, I feel that I am probably worse in bed than most women my age, and this actually stops me from wanting to hook up with guys I go on dates with out of fear that I will ruin my chance with them. I guess my questions for you are, one, is there anything I can do besides watching porn, which I feel doesn't actually help much when it comes to the the deed in real life, to feel more confident in knowing what I'm doing uh, in a sexual setting? It too, is this something I should mention the first time I hook up with someone? Is there a non awkward way to bring up the, uh, to bridge the subject or is it better to just let the situation play out and not mention it? Ben, what do you think of this email? This is a very interesting question. It comes from a female. I, I understand the perspective. I think that there's flaws in this email because I'm reading a couple of things that I, uh, that I'd be like, uh, you know, but what do you have to say here?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I think this is it's reasonable uh, for anyone to be insecure about, you know, their their sexual performance or abilities, and just Absolutely. not have, you know, it's it's a very common thing. I I don't think, um, you know, she shouldn't beat herself up, but of course, that's easier said than done. I sure. think, you know, right? It's 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 really uh, getting comfortable, you know, with yourself. <laughs> you shouldn't be out there, you know, having sex with someone who, you know you feel would be giving you some sort of review or, you know, Mm -hmm. giving, you know, talking poorly to you or talk, you know, ashamed, right. It's like for you to be able to have sex with someone um, you should be secure in yourself and doing that act at the bare minimum. Right. And, you know, in in order to do that, I, I think you have to, I mean, hopefully that gets someone to the point of comfort where they can go forward with that. And at least they're, you know hopefully safely putting up some reps and getting you know a little bit more comfortable you know with themselves
0: yeah, absolutely i i everything you're saying um is dead on it's about you not the person yeah. and let me say this first of all i totally understand where she's coming from one night stand sec kind of sucks it's it's exciting until the sex and then the sex is like i don't know this person what are we comfortable <laughs> with we don't know what to do you know like it it but, you know, relationship sex is really good because you've communicated like what you like, what you don't like, how you like to feel. The person knows your body. There's trust there. Trust makes the whole experience, a, you know, a thousand times better. So I the one thing she wrote is that as a result, I feel that I'm probably worse in bed than most women my age. That's that's I don't think that's an accurate assumption to make at all. Yeah. And. I think here's what I would say is the best sexual partner as a guy is when a woman knows what they love and what feels good. So I know the the natural inclination is, number one, to go, I want to please them. No, 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 no. The way to have good sex is to please yourself and know exactly what turns you on. And so she says, like watching porn. I I I don't know if that helps you, but what type of porn are you watching? What gets you in the mood? What gets you horny? What makes you feel wet? What are those things? And it's like when you own those things and then you can ask for those things, guys generally are like really excited to make those things come to fruition to help those. Bennett, wouldn't you agree? Like yeah, isn't that 100%. exciting?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, her her this 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 female, you know, getting her comfortable with herself is number one, right? And number and one, she's you know projecting others' opinions that that may or may not have any validity. Um, yeah. and it's just kind of a rooted in insecurity in herself. And I, I think you know, first, value you know the sex that you're having. Um, so you are comfortable enough to hopefully be able to enjoy it. Cause if you're nervous going into it and just worried about it, well, guess what? If it's a one night stand and a first time, like, so is the guy, um, yeah. and, and a little bit of confidence and, and at least knowing what you're getting into is going to put you in a better position for, for successful sex,
0: you know? And, and, and here's the other thing. And, and, and this is all about like, this email is really great because it, it kind of like, she's 25. I'm, you know, we're older. We've gone through these things where you start to realize like you learn through time and through experience. You're like what you like, what you don't like. And we, we've probably both learned like, no, I got to like know what I like to be able to have a good sexual experience. We've, you know, learned that like when you're with someone and you trust them, that's a better sexual experience. So like she's sitting there going, this, this email is all fraught with, inclinations that are not the truth and and the biggest inclination that isn't the truth is that well if i have a one night if i if i have sex with someone quickly then we'll get to the point that it will get better in the future and it's like i would say to her do not set aside your standard to get long-term relationship sex because it, it, does, does that make sense? Like, it, like, yeah. like the idea that, like, you're going to go out, meet a guy, have great sex night one, and that will keep him around. That's not how it works. Like, what keeps around is, like, someone that wants to, like, date you and wants to be with you and because they know that you – because you're a confident person that, and the match is there. So I would say – Let's stop with this dating app sex. Let's stop with this one night. And that might seem counterintuitive because you're like, I want to get better at sex. But like, let's have because you're like, I to get better at sex. I have to have more sex. So that means I need to like go on these dating app dates. No, no, no. Let's go out with some people that like are in it to fucking win it like that are in it to like, you know, even a friends with benefits. You got to be you got to find someone that you can practice with and get to know yourself with that you trust, right?
1: Agreed, and and you know I think you know she's setting herself up to some degree, uh, you know, for failure by just doing this transactions on uh, dating apps, right? And yes. so that is going to be just a one and done, right? And and it's not going to result, most likely. Maybe maybe possibly could. I won't I won't say you never say never, but probably will just be a one night stand yeah. and move on. Then she'll never be able to build any confidence. And the one thing I would say to her um you know it's a bit of a you know pat on the back <clears throat> especially with one night stands or first time you know hookups um she can fake some confidence uh, if she <laughs> can get her you know mentally there because the pressure is on the guy yeah the, that's fair the guy, the guy you know really has to be able to functionally perform and well. and you know what i mean like like that's in, a big
0: that, that's a big part of this she's like i i don't want to be worse than the other women that guy is not even thinking of that that guy especially on the night one is thinking I need to be good for this person totally. he, yeah. he isn't thinking of you as much as you would think he's not sitting there with the pad of paper judging like oh I don't know about that move he's yeah. going last long last long last yeah. long yeah. Like, and, <laughs> and, and guys exactly. are a, a lot of guys are like pitchers in baseball like sometimes we get fucking rocked you know sure. sometimes it just doesn't work it's not our night some yep. nights you're a lights out pitcher it, it, and, but it's very unpredictable so he's more worried knows, about him than you
1: yeah if the guy, the guy knows if he doesn't do well in that first night, you know, and that the, the pressure is on. He's probably not getting that call, you know. And but exactly. like that—that's that, the whole point of you know first hookups. They're they can be very awkward. You know, hopefully you knock it out of the park, but I think that's a rarity, you know, for most people.
0: I think th- th- it's important for the women to hear. We're three men here sitting here. I've I very rarely have that conversation with a guy where he, he goes, "She was bad in bed." That's just not something. <laughs> Yeah, you, that's not a real guy talk subject that I've ever real. Now that I think about it, it's like usually it's like I hooked up with this hot chick. Like we're, ha- you know, look at how hot she is. This is someone I went out with last night. But very rare. Do you have that conversation? Oh, it was bad. She stinks. Like that's. Not, I haven't had that conversation.
1: Yeah, and you know, especially the older you get, you know, I don't think that people are you know asking details and like talking about absolutely you know, like you know anything like that.
0: The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Policy Genius. It's May and things are blooming. Why not see if your home and auto insurance savings can bloom too? We're almost halfway through the, uh, the year. Head into June with one less thing to worry about. See if you're overpaying for home and auto insurance. Is your home and auto policy almost up for renewal? Let Policy Genius look for a lower rate for you. Policy Genius makes it easy to compare insurance prices in one place. It can help you find home and auto coverage similar to what you have now, but at a lower price. In fact, they've saved customers up to. $1,055 per year over what they were paying for home and auto insurance. That's, that's crazy. It's easy. Their team will handle all the paperwork to set you up uh, with a new policy or switch you over from your current one. I got to say, this is an opportunity because if you have auto and home insurance, if you need it, this is a place that is going to go out to the marketplace. Policy Genius goes out there and finds the best one for you. No more dealing with one person with one company that they re- represent. Policy Genius is going to go to all of them and make sure you find the best deal. First, head to PolicyGenius.com and answer a few quick questions and, about yourself and your property. Then Policy Genius takes it from there. They'll compare rates from America's top insurers, from Progressive to Allstate to find your lowest quotes. The Policy Genius team will look at all the ways to maximize your savings, including bundling your home and auto policies. If Policy Genius finds a better rate than what you're paying now, they'll switch you over for free. Look at that. They're top. Top notch service has earned Policy Genius a five-star rating across over thousands of reviews on Trustpilot and Google. Head to policygenius.com slash J That's policygenius.com slash JTrain to get started now. Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. J Podcast at gmail.com. J Podcast at gmail.com. Ben and Andrew Jordan at Ben Andrew Jordan. The loafers are coming. Let's do some screenshot emails. You ready? I got we got a few because we're going to turn it up. Let's do bumble number behavior. Are you so what is dating like after the show? Like I saw the stuff with Kelly. I don't know if that's a joke or not. Are you really pursuing Kelly or like in this public way? Like, how are you dating now? Uh, you know,
1: I'm interested in her. We've 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 met. We we've hung out. Um, you know, and um, hopefully there'll be you know more of that. I think she you know she's moving so you, here and coming soon. And so you went we're on we're dates. In, we're in touch. We've we've been out once. Um, how, how did that go? It went well, but it was a group situation at a God. you know uh, at a restaurant that was not of my choosing. It was a pretty loud spot, you know, with a group. So you but like it it was great. It was great. You know, it was good to get to you know sort of break the ice there. Um, you know, hopefully we'll get, you know, one-on-ones going forward, but I think broadly, um, you know, dating, I've been on some dates I've had, you know, set up here and there. Um, and I think it's, it's a challenge, right? I think with, uh, the Instagram, you know, new Instagram following, there's, there's plenty of things, you know, coming at me that way. And I'm a sure. little bit reluctant to, you know, do that. I'm the kind of guy that would always rather meet someone in person or, you know, or, I'll, I'll take an introduction. I don't think that, you know, most of my friends know that I don't, I don't I'm don't. i not a guy that really needs the setup, but, you know, yeah. I, I, I've had, you know, a few of those. And I think uh, you can always trust that usually from coming from a good friend. But I would always rather kind of meet someone in real life and, well, you know, take it from there.
0: I would assume like I'm assuming you're getting DMs from women, which sure, great, exciting. Um, but also, I understand what you're saying with the reluctance because that's not really, you know, what are you here for? you you know me as a public figure. Um, you know what what's your end game? Everything gets screenshot. every conversation totally. you're you know that's setting send, look at, oh my God, he responded, and now you're, you know, Matthew Perry uh, getting yeah. you know like <laughs> exactly. uh, whatever. But I would say, um, the the underrated part is that you're out. Like, you leave the house. I think these dating apps aren't made for a person like you. You go out. You can talk totally. to people. Like, you know, I think we've leaned too hard on the dating apps. And I've been, listen, I've, I've been guilty of that myself. Because sure. if you're someone who goes out on weekends and is a personable person, can interact with people, you don't really need it. Like, it, no. it, the, it, it's really just drugs at that point. The, yeah. you know, so, let's <laughs> yeah. do, let's do, but you're familiar with Bumble, right? Yeah, no, of course, of course. So, let's read this one. J Train would love you and your guests' opinions on guys giving you their numbers on Bumble or any dating app versus asking for your number. I've had this happen a couple times and I'm not a huge fan, but I do want to I don't want I've had this happen a couple of times, and I'm not a huge fan, but I don't want to be too picky. I want the guy to ask for my number and ask me out. See attached for a recent example, last message in the chat. Uh, we matched and talked back and forth for a few days, and then he sent me that. What do you think? Should I text this guy to set up a date? So we'll bring up the text. I'll be her. You be him. But what, let's start. Before we get into this, do you... What do you think of her about her idea of being too picky? Should, when she should she even make the attempt if it doesn't taste good to her?
1: No, I mean it's it's your prerogative to be as picky as you like, right? That that's you know. Yeah, beauty I of dating.
0: think I think that's her big problem here is she's going. Is it okay to feel the way I feel? Yes, it's okay to feel the way you feel. You some people uh, they get a number from a you know the guy gives them their number and they go oh this is great. You, it doesn't feel great. That's okay. I, I, To me, that's your first sign that it's not the match. Good. Good riddance. Get rid of them. Don't text them. But let's read this uh, text. Okay. So I'll be him, you be her. Or you be him, I'll be her.
1: Okay. I'm going to start this. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, oh, go
0: for that, it. Is that her? That's him.
1: Okay. That's interesting. What field? Like technical recruiting? Sorry for the late response. I was annexed by my father to play tennis because his buddy billed last minute Ha.
0: No. So I started in email marketing and now my client utilizes uh, my client utilizes our loyalty platform. So if you think about your CC, how you earn points. (laughs) This is all hilarious dating app combos that mean nothing. Yeah, banter. Wells Fargo is my client. They use our platform to manage their points slash redemptions, et cetera. Like this is all we are in full. You know, email with a coworker mode. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that has
1: to be one of the best, Derek, quote unquote, for real middleman connections I've ever heard of. My bad on response time. Work is just nuts right now with these lumber prices. But hey, <laughs> I'm bad at this app. My number is. Uh, I'm in Bucktown as well. If you ever want to hit up Lottie's for a drink, give me a shout. Smiley face.
0: See, I understand why she's left unfulfilled by this. This is, this is like, right? Like you, even reading this, like we're two guys, we're three guys, we're all sitting here being like, it's it's like na not not na, like this is, it, it's not sexy. Hey, you know, to toss your number at someone, it's just not. Again we live in these times, no genders. We're not trying to make, re- you know, we're not trying to like live in broad strokes, but I can understand like even reading this as a man, I'm going, that's not a sexy way to go out. Like, yeah, let me know if you ever want to go to this place sometime. You know what I mean? What do you think of this?
1: Yeah, it's not, it's not a real request for a date. Um, I also, it's a little bit too cutesy for my own personal taste, but I can't really judge people's, you know, game on, uh, apps too much. Um, I think, uh, Throwing your number out in this way is kind of just like a, let's see, you know, I, I don't real, I'm not really, you know, I think everyone on apps also says, you know, I'm not, I'm bad at this app, I'm not on here. Obviously, you know, it's one more hoop to jump through to get to someone's, you know, phone number. That's kind of the the end goal is to meet them. Phone numbers are kind of generally easier, um, but it, it's kind of a half-ass offer. See,
0: well, you you nailed it. You said in the beginning of what you were just talking about, like it's. At, first of all, you're right; it's a half-ass offer. Second of all, it's just another number that you're trying to add to the group. This is a. This lives in the land of men love options. We're not yep. going to toss anything away. We're just going to give out our number and see who's going to come to us. That's why Bumble, to me, is not a great dating app. It serves to male laziness. And and listen, yeah. I so- I've. I'm not above that I have uh, but I've played the game this guy's playing he's going I think she's cute I would go out but I'm not really charging to take the lead on this because that would show that I'm looking for more than I'm actually looking for it's actually yeah. a show of more commitment.
1: It sounds to me like the guy likes the bar Lotties or whatever. And he probably has a few girls that he can, you know, get their numbers. And uh, when he goes to Lotties with his boys, he can always break off and talk to or bring one of those girls like, hey, you want to come through and, you know, go and have a conversation and a drink with her.
0: Men love vague and they love options. This is a you have now become a vague option. Hey, now you're chasing after him and he's basically it's it turns into a test of. Will, you know, will, will, does this person care enough to want to go out with me? And and it's also showing that he doesn't want commitment. But the thing is, like, in the more broader question, like, should you ever, like, go out with a guy who does this? I think it's more towards the, the way he did it. Like, if someone says to you, hey, here's my number. I would love to get drinks sometime. Let's continue this on text. That's a different thing than... I'm in this town as well. If you ever want to hit up this bar, shoot you know, shoot me a text. Like that's a that's a lazy of a, a lazy. Yeah. There's a difference in those two, right?
1: Totally. So you know. When when are you free? Um. Okay. Uh, you know. I'd like, love, love to make a plan with you, right? Like a proper date.
0: Absolutely. Podcast at gmail.com. dot com. Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do one more. We got time for one more, Shelby. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do, this is a little bit longer, is it okay? Okay, you ready? Okay, feather feather. So this one's called, it's a deal reveal. Feather feather, so me and this guy had gone on three dates then hung out at my apartment four times outside of those original three dates. Okay, three dates and then four apartment hangs. It matters how that order happened. Was it date, apartment, date, apartment, date, apartment? Or was it date, 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 apartment, 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 apartment? That's a that's a big difference. That is someone who invested on three dates and then goes yep. fuck it. Now we're fucking. <laughs> and now he's a lazy dater. Versus we had three great times and that ended up us coming back together. And I'm still doing dates. So these are right, Bennett. These are important details. Absolutely. Um, so they go on, they hung out of their apartment four times outside of those original three dates. So on our third date, I asked him to go to a wedding with me. That was the next weekend. And it was a very casual wedding. And the reception was an open bar at a local Irish pub that my friend had rented out during our date. He got really cagey, told me he couldn't go to the wedding because of a friend's birthday. The rest of the date, it was really weird. Definite energy shift. It seems like he was uncomfortable. I was kind of, unco- uh, it seemed like he was uncomfortable. I was kind of uncomfortable. And then a week went by and we were supposed to hang out. And then the next text happened. Like, what the fuck? Okay, so let's go to the text. Okay. You ready? I'll be her, you be him. You ready? Uh.
1: Okay. We're, okay,
0: yeah, I think so. Go ahead. Oh hey did you still want to get together tonight? Hey, good morning So <laughs> I was <invited>. good morning.
1: <laughs> such a weird way to... <laughs> I was invited to go to Churchill for night racing tonight. I know we haven't seen each other for a while and so I'd hate to bill but that does sound fun. I guess we kind of have to talk about being on the same page, don't we?
0: <laughs> Haha we don't it's okay. It's not that deep. It never was. You just leap to conclusions. Also, it's bail, not bail. Okay, I understand what she's doing right now, but you can I he's trying to have a conversation, and you're yeah. not having the conversation. And listen. What happened, happened. You were on the date, you offered the wedding, he backs off. That kind of sucks, And but it's giving you an answer. That's communication that you kind of have to listen to. And then when he, you know, hey, do you want to still get together tonight? You're like, hey, let's let's do this. And he's like, ah, uh, let me just make sure we're talking the same way. And you're kind of doing, when you say, it's a, it's not that deep, you're kind of putting your ears, your hand on your ear going, la, 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 like you don't want to hear it. Yep. And that's not, because... Again, if you were, if it wasn't that deep, then you would have the conversation and be okay. Still fucking, but let's keep going.
1: You are absolutely, you are absolutely right. <laughs> On both accountants accounts.
0: <laughs> Response to know. the bail misspelling with an yeah, account. Gotta, gotta yeah, got yeah, yeah, yeah. to be proper
1: spell check. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just don't want to be a child anymore. And to be clear, and open about things. And I just don't want to deceive.
0: Okay. Let's go to the next one.
1: So I'm totally overthinking it. I know, but it gives me peace of mind to communicate it.
0: She writes in the nicest way possible. You need to get over yourself. I'm not trying to like lock you down. Just wanted to have fun.
1: Honestly, thank you for being upfront like that. I also apologize that my mind is a pretzel right now.
0: Yeah, like I'm not trying to be cocky or a bitch, but like did you think I was trying to like lock you down before the summer? I'm a fun girl and I have my own life.
1: Ha ha ha. No, not really. But again, I'd rather over communicate than not. We are on the same page from my perspective.
0: She gives a thumbs up.
1: So rain check tonight if we can, but yes, I would like to hang out soon.
0: She writes T B D. You know my calendar fills up quick. <laughs> okay, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it does. I know. I may have lost the pen, but as long as you can still write me in with a pencil, I accept. And then I guess later he day. writes,
0: yeah, or yeah, whatever he writes later.
1: So I'm sorry for earlier today. I feel like I offended you. And I guess after further reflection, I'm not ready to go have this kind of like happy-go-lucky, let's have fun this summer type of thing. I've realized that I am the issue with it, not you. I still want to hang out with you because I legitimately enjoy your presence and we vibe well together. I don't know. I'm fucked up and think I owe you. I, I Excuse me. Okay, it does say that. I don't know. I'm fucked up and think I owe you you an explanation. So just wanted to
0: say that. Okay. This is an interesting can of worms. Because okay. to me, it's – he she made a – she kind of gaslit him. Yep. It, it feels that he's sitting there because, like, I – and I'm trying to see her side, and I think her side is – a little bit um dressed in insecurities uh it's dressed in being burned in the past by awful dudes it's dressed in he- having received this text before and knowing where it leads where she feels badly so she's kind of it feels like getting ahead of it oh you think i'm trying to lock you down i got a lot of people my calendar fills up quick and it's like he didn't make Cooper any assumptions of you it, right it yeah. doesn't the? Do you, are you reading this the same way as me bennett
1: Yeah, no, I think she's being cavalier and, you know, guys for the most, well, I don't want to say that. Um, This guy in particular is Mm -hmm. trying to be a straight shooter, whether he's trying to give her what he wants or whether he's being genuine, who knows, but it seems like to me, he's being genuine and she's playing it cool, Mm
0: -hmm. which is
1: her prerogative and totally reasonable to set the expectations. And then he comes back on that, says, okay, I'm fine with being it cool. And then kind of says he's not, Um, it seems like there's insecurities on both ends to me.
0: Sure. Uh, That's very true. I think you're right. And and here's the thing. She brings up the wedding and he makes an assessment. We're all doing cost benefit analysis at a certain point. He heard wedding and he goes, I don't want to do that. That was his first reaction. I don't want to go to a wedding. Am I be and then he goes, am I being an asshole by not going to this wedding? Okay, I kind of feel like I'm being an asshole. This person's and now I'm in the position where I have to say no to someone. That is a responsibility. I'm opting, and now I need to have a conversation with this person of where this is going because they felt comfortable enough to invite me to a wedding. So now I got to, like, you know, figure out what this is all about. Again, that doesn't give him a right to, like, go aloof for a week. He says they haven't seen each other in a while, so I'm sure she's picking up a vibe, which is probably true, too. Like, they both have insecurities going on. But he is trying to have this conversation with you, and you kind of la, 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 fingered in the ear. The whole thing,
1: yeah. I mean, she may even backhanded him a couple times. You know, I think, yeah. um, you know, she 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 definitely pushed him off. And if that is, you know, how she feels, and she's, you know, her calendar fills fills up quickly, he should feel fine, you know, going on his way, and she shouldn't be too stung about the wedding, right? Like, let her totally. go another date.
0: Well, that's the other thing. It's like, you, you know, I do believe. Like, I don't think you do anything to like chase someone away. I do think you didn't allow for a negotiation where you would have to say no. I think she's afraid of him going, listen, I'm having a fun time with you, but I'm not looking for anything serious, but I would still like to you know, go on dates and have dinners and you know, our sleepovers have been a lot of fun. And she knows she doesn't want that or has had that conversation before and is afraid she's going to give in to something she doesn't want. So instead of having the talk with him of where we stand... And maybe taking something I don't want. I'm just gonna, you know, gaslight and go over the top of him of like, you can't handle this. I got a pl- plenty of other guys. We'll see if I'll see you again. That maneuver. It, it's 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 a way of absolving yourself of any decision making in, in in my eyes.
1: I agree. It's a very insecure attempt at a power play.
0: Totally. J Train Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. J Podcast at gmail.com. Bennett. What a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on.
1: Always, always great to see you, man. Let's, Let's, uh, You know, it sounds like we got two single guys living a few blocks away from each other. Let's get together soon. Uh,
0: We got to make that happen. Let's get some drinks. Uh, I've been loving, you know, the part of town. We'll we'll talk offline. We'll make this happen. So everyone go follow uh, Bennett on Instagram at Bennett Andrew Jordan. He's got the loafers coming out. I'm so excited for these loafers. I'm getting them. There's no question. Um, Shelby, thank you for coming on. Thank you at Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday and Thursday. We'll be back on Thursday with the Luxury Lounge. Send in your Luxury Lounge issues. JTrainPodcast.com. Title Title Luxury Lounge. We'll get to you. Boom.